0: Hi, this is Christine Griggs. And I'm Shelley Blevins. And we're just two crazy old widows who decided to start a podcast. And by old, she means middle-aged. A little bit about these two widows who've decided to start this podcast, which we are going to call Dare to Live. Shelly and I both live just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. I originally came down here from New York never thought I would be living in the South. Took me a little while to get used to it, I'll admit. But um, I followed my husband, who is Southern, down here. And I'm a teacher down here. We we had two kids. And life doesn't happen the way you expect it to. I certainly didn't think I was going to be a widow at, you know, 40-something years old. So, But one of the saving graces for me was that I did meet my good friend, Shelly.
1: I am the other widow here. I am Shelly Blevins. I... Moved from the South to the South, straight out of college. And 20 years later, two kids. I'm a widow at age 41. I was widowed almost nine years ago. Never did I imagine that this is what my life would be. But now we're here hoping that we can shed some light or widow wisdom that we are full of.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, and I think that's the thing. You know, you just, what do you do when you have young kids and your person is now gone, how do you go on? And, you know, as Shelly and I've talked about it, grief is is, is like a wave, and it's so hard, but it's also not a place where you can get yourself stuck in. And I think that Shelly, having been widowed um, approximately seven and a half years before I did, or I was widowed, I guess, has helped me in ways that I can't even explain. Because when you look ahead... At someone or you look over at your friend who has walked the walk that you're currently doing. I mean, I'm, like I said, behind her. I feel like looking at Shelly, I'm like, you know, what? maybe I'll be able to survive this. You know, maybe maybe I'll I'll be able to continue on and, and be happy someday and be content somehow. But I think my friendship with Shelly has been just intrinsic in the hope that I have for going forward. And I think that's part of when Shelly and I started talking about this. That was one of the things we said, you know what? Well, maybe we could help somebody else go through the shittiest thing. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but that ever happened and turn it into something that could help somebody.
1: Right. Take this shitty situation and somehow something good can come out of it. I'm so thankful for Christine's friendship. We met, well, kind of long story, My husband was an everyday runner. Mm -hmm. I used to give him shit about it because I thought it was crazy. (laughs) He like ran every single day. He had just started his eighth year when he was diagnosed. And long story short, everyone continued his running streak. And that's how I met Christine. So we didn't meet until he was gone. But we've run together a lot, a lot of miles. And... Of course, I never wanted you to be in this club with me, but I was so thankful for our friendship even before that. And, you know, although it sucks to be the one that can help because nobody wants to be in this situation, I'm happy that I could be, and I'm happy that we're still here today.
0: And and I think that the running thing, too, and by by no means are we like uh, Olympic athletes or anything, like weekend warriors, <laughs> Say the to you know to really describe it, uh, but we run um, and take
1: pictures and
0: yeah, laugh. and we don't run very fast. Let's be <laughs> honest. Um,
1: yes, and to that I will say the kind of the same thing happened to me after my husband passed. Within two weeks, my well, our good friend Seton Tucker, who also has a successful podcast, "The Impact of Influence," it's a story of the Murdoch murders. Probably two weeks after my husband died, Seton texted me and said, Hey, do you want to run a marathon? And I still look back on that. And I'm so thankful for her and for that. Because a few weeks after he passed away, school started. And that is what I went straight into. She and I and some other friends started training for our first marathon. And that was such therapy. It just really got me through every day because I had a I had something to do when I woke up.
0: Yeah, I think and I think the running community are very supportive of each other. The ironic thing is that I don't think Shelly and I knew each other at that therapy marathon, but it was Kiowa because I ran right. it too. I mm-hmm. remember seeing you guys because Kia was kind of an out and back, so you pass people a lot. I think it was you and Jen mm-hmm. who ran it together. I do remember that. I didn't I kind of knew of you at that point, but we hadn't really become friends quite yet. So Right. But yeah, it's just it's I think the running's been Been huge. Right. um, And thankful
1: for friends who helped make it happen.
0: Yeah. You know, two months after my husband died, um, he he also had cancer. We started training for this 50K. I remember, you know, getting up going, oh, gosh, I don't even want to do this today. But we'd go out there, we'd be out on trails, and um, because it was a trail 50K that we were training for. And I don't even think I realized when it was happening that it was, it really was like, um, like a therapy for me. Because then I, you know, week after week, we're out there for hours on the trails. I fell a lot, of course. Um, (laughs) We all fell. A lot of skinned knees, a lot of photos (laughs) that we took. Looking back on it, I'm like, that was probably one of the best things because it, it, it forced me to get out and, you know, be in nature and get some exercise, even when I didn't want to. So our friendship certainly isn't all about running, but that's definitely like a facet of it. And I think, if you find your thing that gets you out of bed in the morning or or something that you like to do. And I, I think, of course, that the exercise kind of acts as like a natural antidepressant, you know, to add to the one I'm on. But um, so I, I just think that between the running and and, and of course that we have this awful um, this club that we're in, it's just helped me in, in so many ways and I would love to be able to help other widows. We, we met with a friend of ours who recently became a widow several months ago and I know I left that meeting with her feeling like we helped her a little bit, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. So I, I think just, you know, we just want to help people and, you know, there's so many topics because, you know, we have kids and when you, you all of a sudden become a single parent, it's like, oh, good Lord. I mean, it, I feel like there's so many topics between with our kids and, you know, who's going to fix the drain in the house? And there, there's so many things to talk about. I think that that's where the idea of this podcast came when Shelly and I were traipsing through the woods. You know, we were like, oh, gosh, yeah. What do you do about that? Well, this is what I did. Oh, OK. You know, and I, I think we just want to try to help people, maybe make somebody laugh and and maybe also make. Make people feel less alone. I mean, I don't know what I'd do without Chelly because, you know, she's like my sounding board on so many things. Very close with my mom, my sisters, my cousins, my aunts. But unless you, unless you are a widow, you, you can listen and be supportive. But I think it's, it's people who really have been there and have walked that walk that I think just tend to help, at least help me just so much.
1: I'm in the same family and friend situation. I mean, I've had so much support over the years, from the beginning, even when he was sick. And it it makes such a difference to talk to someone who has been through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like I said, I was so happy to be able to—it sucks to be the one to be there for you. Mm -hmm. But if you can be, it it makes you
0: feel— Good. Yeah, it makes you feel better. Like Remember, I still, I still actually even have the dress. Shelley loaned me a dress to wear to my husband's funeral, Remember which that? was
1: my husband's funeral
0: dress. The yeah. dress that
1: I wore. I'm like, okay, here's the funeral dress. You have to wear this.
0: It's in my closet, <laughs> and we hope we don't have to ever loan it to anybody. And else. I That's had good sure. friends
1: that went out and bought that for me when it was time for the funeral. That's right. Like friends that you also know, so they were happy to know that the funeral dress is still. Got used again. Yeah. <laughs> Not happy. Oh, that sounds terrible, but...
0: <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well, and that's the other oh. thing that Shelly and I can do is tell these jokes that, you know, nobody would ever say to us, but we can kind of right. use that morose sense of humor sometimes to to lighten, lighten the mood, maybe. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> and then if I ever do that, people just look at me like, uh, <laughs> you can laugh. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So we've kind of mentioned a little bit about why we're doing this. Christine wrote up this little... Blurb, I guess? Blurb, yes. Um, And I think it's really great. The analogy of grief coming in waves is wholly accurate. Having lost our husbands, we are too familiar with those feelings. What we have realized in our collective 15 years of loss is that at times we needed someone to throw us a life preserver when we feel as though we are drowning. Losing your person is a lonely and difficult experience, and one that is impossible to get through alone. Our hope is that we can act as those life preservers for women or men who find themselves fighting against those waves. We have been at the receiving end of so much support and love from family and friends, and we want to pay it forward.
0: Yeah, and I think that goes back to that let's take something really shitty and help someone. Right. The other sort of inspiration for for this as Shelley and I were, were talking about it. I had a dresser or something I was cleaning something out, and I found this note from my husband, and this was you know when he was sort of in the midst of his his battle, but it was something that I read and it it really stuck with me, and I shared it with Shelley and we thought, you know what that is kind of our mission. It says um, he wrote to me rather, we are going to get through this, overcome." And have a story that helps others in this world. And, you know, he's no longer here, obviously, but I know that he and um, Shelley's husband, I I think that they'd be proud of us for for trying to do something to help other people from, again, this situation that you just, you hope no one has to go through. But if they do have to go through it, if you can lend a helping hand, I, I think... That's what we're here for, Shelly and I've talked about. I'm like, why? Why else are we we here if not to help each other? You know. So I just I I think we can help people and maybe have some laughs along the way, and keep it real. Yeah, absolutely. There might be some crying, but (laughs) I cry pretty easy anyway. Well,
1: and then the whole thing with that too is the timing of when you found that that letter. Yeah. You know, because then our mission statement just was like a flashing light coming out of that letter. And so you found it right at the right time. And that's a million other episodes because of just little things like that. There are signs, you know, you found that at the right time. Yep, And that's, that's, that's something.
0: Not to get over religious about it either. I see God's hands in a lot of things that have happened. You know, I would rather think of it as that than a coincidence. Right.
1: Okay, so now... I think we need to go have some mimosas and get over hearing our voices.
0: (laughs) Oh, you didn't love it as much as I did?
1: (laughs) Um, So we thank you so much. This is the Dare to Live podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you find your podcasts. We have a whole lot more to say. Thank you again, and we hope to chat again soon.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, y'all.